G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, Bill Newman is Australia's best known and most loved evangelist. That's the way I always introduce this man, a champion of uh, treading the boards on evangelistic stages all over the world. And he is seriously and literally hot off the plane from India this morning. Bill Newman, welcome along. It's great to be with you, Neil. <laughs> I bet you're, you're kicking yourself. You're saying, who who set this date in the diary? <laughs> well, I did. Because... <laughs> <laughs> what, what a faux pas. I thought it was yesterday, you see. I was coming back, but it was this morning. So uh, and if I'm seeing double, I thought you had your you know, <laughs> twin brother with you this morning. But well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your chauffeur got you here on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, this is Australia, not America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've you've driven almost, basically, almost straight from the airport, perhaps stopped in for a bit of breakfast on the way. Oh, uh, a quick shower just to wake me up. <laughs> I'm glad you had that shower, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Bill, back from India, and you were there at the invitation of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. You had this wonderful opportunity to be... A keynote evangelist for some major meetings. Uh, what sort of turnout came to these meetings? Well, I was working with Robert Cunville, and he's an associate evangelist on the Billy Graham uh, team, and uh, he's been doing this for years too. In fact, Billy Graham would not make a major decision without consulting Robert Cunville. He's a godly man and a very wise guy, and uh, just just be with him is just fantastic. So Robert was really uh, the the keynote speaker every night, and I was there just to support him and then do a lot of the spin-off meetings. We had a, a seminar for leaders, and that was fabulous, and uh, spoke in a few of the churches on the Sunday morning. We had hundreds come to the Lord just in the churches alone, but every night that, that um, whole field was packed with people. Thousands of people came, and every night when the invitation was given, People flooding forward, Neil, to give their lives to the Lord. It just cracked you up every night just to see that tremendous thing happening. So, Bill, are we talking like 10,000-plus people each night? Easily. And uh, you've got to set your sails where the wind is blowing. And that's where it's happening over there. India is one of the great emerging nations of the world, and that's why we wanted to uh, really give it a lot of impetus at the moment and really work hard in that nation. Some people are suggesting that somehow or other these big outdoor stadium evangelistic events mm-hmm. uh, maybe they don't work as well as they may be used to in Australia, but that doesn't mean that around the world in so many nations, these are not still really, really wonderful opportunities. Well, they've been saying that for years, ever since the Apostle Paul. Yeah, because it's true. You know, it's just speaking. It's, uh, it, it, you know, mass evangelism is just a platform for personal evangelism. Uh, people give putting people into one-to-one situation where we can share Christ. And uh, the Christian life are witness classes where we train people in evangelism. I mean, 
the pastors, uh, you know, they just see the benefit of that. When so many people in their in their, in their church uh, groups, uh, they do the training and they are just so switched on afterwards and they can go out and sit down with somebody and lead that person right through to the Lord with confidence. So there's a lot of spin-offs in what we do, not just the, the mass meeting. I, if we have good meetings, I always say there's cream on the cake, but I love to see people trained in the how of evangelism. Now, this is an interesting, as you say, you're calling it a spin-off, mm-hmm. uh, that what happens is usually the focus is on those hundreds or even thousands of mm-hmm. people that come forward and they're making yeah. a decision yeah. to follow Christ yep. for the first time. Sometimes that's a rededication. Yep. But what's happened in the lead up to the event is mm. that there's been an equipping yeah. of a whole lot of people in that community who now know how to lead someone through yeah. uh, to a decision for Christ yeah. and to get on get yeah. them onto a discipleship path. Well, it's like the iceberg, you know, the tip of the top. Well, that's the meetings, but you have preparation, proclamation, and then you have preservation. You know, we have we want to prepare people. Get them ready, get them um, ready to know how to share their faith. But then the proclamation, and we do that as well as we possibly can. We do it in a contemporary style. Uh, when we go to Narrabri, that's going to be such an exciting time. And the folks listening, I know there's folks listening in that area to us right now, but uh, we've got Steve Grace coming. We've got Darren Brown coming. We've got the top music. We've got a great young evangelist who's great for children. We're going to have a huge children's rally. So the, the whole of the Namoy Valley around Narrabri, we just pray that it's going to be really touched for the Lord. And that's only around about five weeks away you're going to be in Narrabri. 24, uh, 25, 26, Neil, uh, of, of, uh, yeah, of March, 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 March. For those who are within Kui of Narrabri, <laughs> mark those dates down, 24th, 25th and 26th of March. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a major outreach uh, and they're in a wonderful uh, area of New South Wales, and uh, there will be people. And as typically happens, Bill, people will travel for many hours yeah. uh, to be there. Uh, and as you say, it's not just those ones who are coming to hear the message for the first time, mm-hmm. but it's those who are coming to support the event yeah. and to also become equipped themselves to be able to lead people to Christ. Well, you know, when we were down in Tasmania years ago, we went right along the northwest coast. They told me that over 40 people went to the mission fields because of those those meetings. So there's a lot of different things that are happening, not just uh, the proclamation meetings, but there's a lot of people's hearts are being touched and uh, the pastors are saying, "Well, if you know, I, I can, I can, I can do that. I can, I can give an invitation like that." And so they're starting to give invitations in the churches to ask people to come and commit their lives to Christ. So there's a lot of things like that that happen. And events like this don't happen by accident, no, do they? No. It's usually because yeah. the ministers in a region. Mm-hmm. Uh, are friendly to one another, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, are inspired and excited about mm. the prospect of doing something in evangelism. Sometimes yeah. you can let things go and nothing's happening evangelistically mm. yeah. in your community. All of a sudden the ministers are together yep. and there's a united force that says yeah. we need to do something and yeah. someone make contact with yeah. with Bill Newman yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden you're there in the community. But well, we don't, we don't want to go to anywhere where the ch- because we're a handmaiden to the local church. We're not trying to build our own little petty kingdom here. We're trying to build the kingdom of God. And so, but it's a fabulous thing. I believe that when the, the, all the Christians in an area, because when God looks at any 
any area. He sees his body. We see it fragmented, but he sees his body. And we've got to see it that way as well. We've got to be kingdom-minded. And when we see that now, you know, it's good to have local loyalties because God's not a cookie-cutting God. We all have different personalities and ways that we like to do things. But, you know, it's wonderful when we come together, joining hands together. It's like flood time. The water's come up. You can't see the fences, you know. And we, we've got to go that way, you know. Just don't, don't worry. I always say if you've got tags, when they, if you go up the well, they'll drop off. But if you get in I'll burn or so, you know, <laughs> tags are good to get the job done. But we really want to see the body coming together. And I believe that the Spirit of God really touches a community when we have that oneness together in sharing Christ. Now, when ministers get together, uh, there's a united uh, call to do something. Yeah. And uh, they decide, well, let's invite, uh, well, say we get in touch with the Billy Graham Evangelist Association. And, yeah. and they say, well, let's uh, organize a Bill Newman uh, crusade. Uh, and then other events that have been happening around the nation over the previous years have been wonderful. From that point on, the preparation in that community is quite significant, and there is a call for people to be in prayer. What sort of role do you think people who are prayers in their community have in the in the lead up to a crusade that makes these things come to life? It's not like just switching the lights on and all of a sudden, oh, there's Bill Newman on the stage. Uh, Stuff happens beforehand. Prayer is the key to evangelism. Neil, more than I go on in life and uh, uh, I see that prayer is the key. More prayer, more power. And I remember there was a guy called Willis Haymaker who firstly used to set up Billy Graham's crusades. He says there are three things that are necessary. Prayer, more prayer, much prayer before you actually take the meetings. And he was right. You know, we've got to really be praying. Praying is really the thing that um, really stirs up, you know, because we're fighting um, spiritual battles here. You know, we sort of see things physically outside, but really uh, there's demonic power that just don't want to see these communities touch for the Lord. So we've got to be, the way we blast that down is through prayer. And I think it's only when we get to glory that we'll see the importance of our prayer here on earth. It's kind of like, uh, you know, this is the realm of Satan. Now, in order for God to intervene in the affairs of man, it must be at the request of man. And so we've got to really be praying and asking God to really touch these communities. And, Neil, it happens. Narrabri, there's a lot of excitement there. And, uh, you know, I remember one time we went to um, uh, uh, Bendigo in in Victoria. And because the, the pastors were together... God really commanded a blessing. In fact, you could just smell in the air this beautiful fragrance. We have this huge tent, you know, and uh, it was just so great. But what we're trying to do is to train young people in proclamation evangelism. And so when we go to Narrabri, that's one of my uh, key things that I want to do, take young people there, and I want to get them up on the platform, and I want them to to proclaim Christ. So that's uh, one of my little uh, things that I'm really passionate about at the moment, training others to get on. Because, you know, I just want a hand on the bat and, uh, you know, see others uh, really wanting to proclaim Christ. Now, Bill, you do a bit of globe trotting these days, and you are off to Washington in yep. the U.S. Yep. Uh, what's the story there? Well, in May, um, we've, we've it's there's a... Franklin Graham's doing an incredible job with Samaritan's Purse and then with the Billy Graham organization. Uh, but uh, he's got this passion to see uh, the, the persecuted Christians around the world really helped. In fact, we're just seeing so much persecution. There's an anti-Christ spirit, not only in our country, but right throughout the world. And uh, we're just seeing so many of these Christians being persecuted. So we're having a summit in Washington, and uh, that's going to be a great time in May. 
And then uh, just shortly after that, Will Graham is going to come out, by the way. We, we've got – I think he comes out now. Let me get my dates because I don't want to get this. The date this I've got here is the 20th of May, Will Graham in Brisbane yep. and uh, speaking at the City Hall in Brisbane. That's it. Uh, so uh, so he's coming. That's that's before Washington? That's yeah. after Washington? That's after Washington. That's after, so yeah. after Washington. Okay, 20th of May, there's a date for people – uh, southeast Queensland, uh, northern New South Wales, to be able to be in easy access to be able to see Will Graham speak in Brisbane. What's he, what's he going to be talking about well, in that time? It's, it's, we had this uh, in Sydney when he came out last time, and Neil was fabulous. We had it at the Wesley Centre down there. But, man, it was just great, and the, the guys who came, they just went away, their hearts really pumping. So, uh, But, uh, you know, those listening to us, those uh, men and women who really want to get going in evangelism, uh, we're going to have top speakers there. Robert Cunville is going to be with us. Um, we've got um, Gary Cobb from the uh, Billy Graham uh, Charlotte office, and he trains people in the how of evangelism. He'll be with us as well. We've got two or three others that are coming as well, and Will's going to be speaking. So uh, it's going to be a great day in the City Hall here in Brisbane, and we really encourage there'll be more information coming up. But look, uh, those listening to us right now in the southern Queensland area, we really encourage them to come. And even if you can jump on a plane and come for the day, you know, try and do it because what it will bring to your life will be fantastic. Now, when we talk Will Gray, Mm. Of course, uh, Franklin Graham is his father, yep. and uh, the context is, of course, Franklin is the son of the great and famous evangelist yeah. Billy Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're always the closest intelligence we have <laughs> to know what's happening with Billy yeah. Graham's yeah. health, yeah. Uh, because he's in a uh, an aged facility in the United States. Is yeah. there any update you've got for us, Bill? Well, exactly. He's at home. Okay. And, yeah, and and uh, but they have uh, round the clock. Uh, uh, people that are just caring for him. And, uh, you know, he can't see too well. He can't hear too well. His mind is still active. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's tragic to think this virile man that pro- proclaimed the gospel. God's just holding him. I don't know why. He's 98 years old now. Um, and, well, George Belriche went over the 100 anyway. So, you know, uh, we just don't know. But he's he's really well cared for uh, medically. But, um, and uh, you know, but uh, when you can't hear too well, you kind of shrink back into your own shell a bit, you know. And uh, he he can't get out very much. He's sort of bedridden pretty well now these days. When we talk heritage, uh, you've got Billy Graham, a mm-hmm. uh, wonderful champion of evangelism, yeah, of, yeah. of upholding truth, of yeah. being a promoter of righteousness. Yeah. Uh, his son, Franklin, doing the same yeah. thing, and people yeah. would have seen him uh, at the yeah. inauguration of uh, President Donald Trump. He yeah. had an opportunity to speak on that day. Yeah. Then uh, the grandson, Will Graham, who you mentioned is coming to Brisbane, and this wonderful connection this wonderful family heritage, yeah. and Will Graham continually uh, showing the goods in the sense that uh, a chip off the old block off the old block, yeah. so to speak. Uh, this has yeah. uh, this has been passed down in the family. This this spirit of the evangelist. Yeah. Uh, how do you describe Will Graham in the way that he's becoming so renowned around the world? He's more like his granddaddy. We were in Peterhead in Scotland uh, with Will a little while ago, and I was so impressed at the way he carried himself as a real statesman. And I think he's really developing in that way too. He's maturing, and uh, you know I think uh, God's going to really take him up and use him as a as an evangelist. You know he really knows. But then Franklin, you know, he's fiery. He's not he's not afraid to stand up and say it like it is. And uh, you know he he's I think he's got a prophetic, not in the sense of uh, uh, foretelling, but uh, foretelling, but forthtelling. 
you know what um, you know what the, the condition of society and where we're headed and uh, getting away from biblical values and uh, Franklin is not afraid. He went to the fifty states in America and he held prayer r- rallies right around every state in America on the on the uh, capital of each state on the on the steps of the Capitol building of each state. So he, he's done a tremendous job. And I think really, I mean, the, the media were mystified. How come Trump got in? You know, it must have been some of the Russians, you know. It was because the evangelical Christians realized, and it's not just the, the president, it's the judiciary, it's the judges. And they set the pace and they make the laws. And that was the scary thing. There was going to be a lot of very liberal, trendy laws come in. And that's what the Christians were really afraid of. So, uh, you know, and, and, Trump's going to make a lot of mistakes. We know that. But any, anyone in that position will. And I think all the media is sort of out to sort of bait him any which way they can. But I still think that uh, uh, be under that, and of course Pence, his uh, vice uh, uh, president, he's a godly man and his wife, uh, she's a lovely lady. And I think that uh, we're going to see some good things over there in, in the, you know, as well it's starting to happen now. Bill, let me also tap into your thoughts here about the state of evangelism in Australia. Now, I know you love to do work with up-and-coming evangelists, you know, someone who's got a gift and somebody says, you need to get to this particular gathering. Uh, Bill Newman's going to be there and he's going to be imparting wisdom. He's going to be, you know, uh, uh, training, doing those sorts of things. How do you assess uh, where Aussies are at when it comes to uh, evangelists and of course, that takes a little unpacking too. But but mm-hmm. what, what what are you, your perceptions? When I'm looking for a, a young person, say a young woman or a young guy, what am I looking for? Number one, I'm looking for a teachable spirit. If they're an arrogant, know-all type of a person, well, you can't do much with that. But if they're willing to learn, have a teachable spirit, it doesn't matter whether it's in the church or where it is. You know, if they if they're willing to listen and to learn, then you'll go places with them, and uh, and you've got to have that chemistry with them as well. You know, it's otherwise it's it's not going to work as well. But then too, they've got to have a got to have a heart after God, that passionate heart after God, and then too, they've got to have a touch of the Holy Spirit upon their life too. So you know, there's a number of key factors in there that you're looking for. Uh, that and then as they develop, you know. Robert Cunville, uh, Billy Graham, said, I want to uh, train you to become an evangelist. He said, I don't know the first thing about it. How can I do it? He says, I'll teach you. Can you imagine being taught by Billy Graham how to become an evangelist? So, but that's how Robert Cunville, he worked through his messages and all that. Stuff. We can do all of that. But if they've got that passion, you know, to reach people. Omar Khayyam used to say, uh, if you've got the truth at your heart, you don't need to have the want of persuasion on your lips, you know. You've got to have that passion to really see uh, people touched by the Lord. And if that's in their hearts, then then that's where they'll be used of God. And Bill, a little bit of wisdom uh, for people who are aspiring mm-hmm. uh, to be in that Office of Evangelist. Yeah, now, sometimes yeah. we don't always talk yeah. about it like that, but, yeah. uh, you know, when we talk about apostles, prophets, evangelists, yeah. pastors and teachers, uh, yeah. there is a special place for evangelists there. Yeah. And it's, I guess, not just someone who's enthusiastic and teachable and got a little bit of a touch of the Holy Spirit on their life in mm-hmm. that sense of uh, mm-hmm. of being able to be empowered by God to do what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, I- interesting issues of of what you do to prepare. Now, mm-hmm. we don't often talk about this, but uh, and I never introduce you as uh, Dr. Bill Newman, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but the pursuit it. of uh, yeah. some level of study mm-hmm. uh, to oh, show yeah. yourself yeah. approved, yeah. Yep. to have a grip on truth, yeah. yep. uh, to know 
that you are a credible leader, mm. uh, it's got to be an important part of the evangelist's development as well. Just, uh, I had a book, I wrote a book called Call to Proclaim, and uh, we've just done a revision of it now, and it's just it's just down the down the road at the printer, uh, being printed right now, and we want it ready for this uh, school of evangelism when when that comes along. But uh, you know the, uh, the the idea of the, the evangelist coming along with two or three or four uh, good sermons in his briefcase, and uh, you know that uh, no 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 no, uh, you've got to add your, to your treasures things old and new. And uh, they said to me one time, you know, why don't you do a doctor? I said, I can't. You know, I haven't got the time for that. They said, do it. And I'm so glad we did because if you go into India or you go to other places, well, it doesn't matter so much in Australia, but, uh, you know, these other places, it really cuts a lot of ice, you know. And I think you've got to be con- constantly skilling yourself. It's uh, an axeman never wastes time sharpening his axe. And you've got to really make sure that you're on the cutting edge of what's going on. So you're aware, you know, it's it's like the standing in the gap. You've got one hand on man, you've got one hand on God, you can't let go of God and you can't let go of man. You're vulnerable where you're standing there, but that's where God wants us to be. And, uh, you know, trying to reach man, but still have that touch with God. And that's the key. Well, Bill, I uh, feel like we've gotten a lot out of you this morning. <laughs> I love doing this. I love it. <laughs> Straight off it's the great. plane is a good thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just rattle through quickly uh, mm-hmm. for listeners yeah, yeah. Uh, some of those dates and things we were talking about. Uh, you've got the Narrabri Come Together Crusade. Now, that's yeah. just about five weeks away. And mm-hmm. so for listeners uh, throughout New South Wales in particular, the 24th, 25th and 26th of March, yep. certainly worth noting in your diary to be a part of of what will happen in Narrabri. Uh, you mentioned the uh, you're travelling to Washington and uh, that's uh, part of a persecution summit. Yep. Uh, you're going to be part of that. Uh, will Graham is going to be coming to Australia again. He's going to be in Brisbane and speaking at the City Hall. Now, the City Hall holds thousands of people and uh, you can be a part of that event too, the 20th of May, something to jot down into your diary from there. Now, how can you get a hold of some of the resources Bill was talking about or get some dates and things of these things coming up? Uh, There's a couple of websites to note. Now, of course, Bill has his own ministry, Bill Newman Ministries. There is a Bill Newman Ministries website, bnm.org.au. And, of course, when we're talking about Bill's connection with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, simply Google Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and uh, you'll find the website there where you can get a hold of these dates and things that are, that, uh, are uh, coming up in the near future. Bill, just a pleasure always getting the update with you, and uh, let's do this again not too, not too long. Uh, it's just a joy, and, um, you know, really, really love being with you, Neil, because uh, you ask good questions, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch up again soon. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.